Hi, y'all. This is Jody Westby here, your intuitive soul coach, over here at Jody and Friends, living inside out. And today I got Sister Christy with me. Well, how y'all doing? Howdy. We like our little cowboy southern accents, whatever you want to call them, and we like to talk in them just for fun to lighten the lighten the mood and. Kind of a fun way to start off a May energy report. Yeah, we have names for each other, things like that. It's kind of fun. It is fun. What's my name? Uh, Jodine. We uh, sing Jodine. 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 Because sometimes I'm Ruby Sue, too. Yeah, I'm Ruby Sue. That's right. And you're Curdy D. Curdy D. Curdy D. Right. And we got Karen May. And I can't remember everybody else's names, but... You know, we just try to make things fun. Might as well. Might as well. Especially with everything going on right now. You know, you just got to make the best out of it. Well, we, we make the best out of it. We should show you our little setup here we got going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in, we're in our self-quarantine together at my mom's little townhouse in Mesquite, Nevada. So, uh... We're just taking care of the clan here. It's just me and my husband and my daughter and then my mom and my sister. So it's an opportunity for us to, you know, have one person go out and grocery shop and then take turns making meals. And we've got all the necessities we need to work from home. And yep, we're out so, in the middle of the desert. It's nice and hot. We're not really around anybody. Yeah. So it's worked for us. Um, I know that's not the case for a lot of people. Um, everybody's in different boats right now and we're all just kind of trying to figure out each day as it comes and yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is do a, a May energy report. Um, I never did a mid-month energy report back in the middle of April. I'm sorry about that. Um, I did type one up and post it on, a, on Facebook. But as as crazy as things are, and as, as much as we don't have anything to do, we have managed to stay busy. So busy, it seems like. We're doing nothing, but we don't have time to do the things we want. <laughs> we said we were going to do. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, let's see. My mid-month energy report that I typed up, um, it, obviously things are going to be crazy. Um, I said that it was going to be kind of a war against sides, political roles, leadership roles. Everybody has different opinions, different views, everything going on. And and the truth is we just don't know what's going on. We're still kind of in that same boat. But my advice was to, you know, use social media lightly, use the media period lightly, limit your attention to maybe once a day to trusted outlets. Um, it's kind of like we're Columbus set in cell for a new world and we think the land's still flat, but then until we know better, it's flat until we find out it's round. So, you know, the, the action and the advice here was to just to really focus on solutions and valuable information. What's really going to make a difference for you, or is it just more information? And the other advice and action was to 
work at not panicking and worrying. Um, take your attentions and focus it on things, you know, maybe just physical things around your house to be prepared if there ever was like a super emergency. I mean, it's, you start realizing how much stuff you don't have prepared and how much stuff you do have prepared. So especially in Utah, when we have, we're having, yeah, in Utah, we kept having earthquakes. So it was a good time to be like, Hmm, maybe you should make sure you have all your passwords to all your accounts make a list, maybe have all the websites, your con the contact info to all your credit card, your utility companies. Maybe it's a good time to back up computers, phones, have important health information and documents up to date. Maybe have, I like this idea. I, I did this when I moved into my new house. Um, instead of having a safe, like you bolt into the ground or a really heavy safe, um, I read about having a fireproof bag. So if you were at home and there was a fire in your home or maybe an earthquake or you needed to leave, you could grab that bag, which you would put all like your passwords in. You'd have your passports. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I don't know, but just, just to kind of get your ducks in a row and put your focus in a different area because I feel like that makes you feel prepared. It makes you feel ready. It, it takes the panic out of things. How many people could you call if you didn't have your cell phone? How could you get a hold of them? Yeah. Phone numbers. Yeah. Just phone numbers. Right. Uh -huh. If you lost your wallet, how would you call the credit card company? Yeah. Um, all those things. It it's, we, it's just things we don't think about mm -hmm. your kids health information. Yeah. Um, maybe recharge your fire extinguishers, change the battery and the smoke alarms. Another idea was to maybe if you have pharmaceutical prescriptions to maybe see about getting them, so you can get three months at a time. I, you know, sometimes your insurance company will allow that. That just depends, but just little things like that. They just make you feel ready. Prepared a little bit. Prepared. More. And it's something to put your energy on other than the current situation, which there's really not a lot you can do. There's nothing you can do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what are you so, going to do? Right? So that was kind of what we said in the middle of the month. And to obviously try to be mindful of self-criticism, beating yourself up, um, Love yourself through the anger because you're going to feel anger. There's a lot of anger and frustration out there right now. So that's just kind of a little snippet recap. So here we are. It's May 2nd. Yep. Um, I've been getting little snippets of information over the past week. And um, I'm here to share that with you. So... Should I pull cards now or at the end? I like when you do it before. Okay. So I've got my same Wisdom of Avalon cards. Because um, that's what I brought down to Mesquite with me. And they are my little trusty companions. So I have not pulled cards yet. So I'm going to do that while I talk to you. But I also have some notes written down. So let's start with that while I shuffle. So... 
I think a lot of people are just kind of in this mindset that I just want stuff to go back to normal. Who doesn't? I mean, who really, who doesn't? I would love for it to be normal. Right. I would love to be able to go wherever I want, whenever I want. If I want to walk into a store and buy a banana, I can without having to right. mask up and everything. Well, and Christy, she's has no immune system. Mm-mm, no immune system. She's still waiting for kidney and an, on anti-rejection drugs. So you're normal. Normal for you. Is not really normal. Not here's the. <laughs> I have to be careful with yeah. things that I do. Yeah. But the the truth of all this is, is there's no more back to normal. No. There's no more going back to what you were, who you were, where you were. You are actually a new version of yourself than you were starting March first. Yeah. We all are. Yep. And we're still unraveling and working on a lot. So it's about, and we don't even have a new normal yet. Okay. There is like normal is probably not one of those words. We're at a position where the way there's two ways that I've seen it. And I've probably talked about this before, but it's kind of like the hurricane after the hurricane, you go and you look and you kind of survey the land and the terrain and see what's left of your home of your goods of the land of the property of society Uh and you're just kind of walking around and figuring out what to how to deal with everything yeah what's a priority what deserves your energy and time what no longer serves you what doesn't matter anymore Yeah. yeah do you really need to worry about this stuff Would it be a better use of your soul's energy to work on self-care versus worrying about what the neighbors are thinking? Or, you know, it's kind of a time of just reflecting on what's going to be in this new normal. I always use the analogy, like, you went and dumped your whole life in the garden off your plate you had all this stuff on your plate and now you're going to take and figure out what deserves to be back on your plate and what needs to be discarded and through that process a lot of times there's some mourning that comes with that yeah getting rid of things even it's just weird we just have a process of unraveling and letting go and you know blessing certain things with love and moving on in life but, well, if you're cleaning your house out, and you're at your friends cleaning their house out, you're just like, get rid of it. But if it's yours, you're like, I can't get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like me trying to get rid of baby clothes. Yeah. You remember, I have an emotional attachment. But it, it's, it's a lot of different things. This is more about how you create your life, why you choose and to do things the way you do, what your beliefs are tied to those. You know, kind of like keeping up with the Joneses or this is what I've always done because it's what my parents always did or this is what the neighborhood does. So this is what I do, but I really think it's a waste of my energy or mm-hmm. I have a better way to do this or, you know, just things like that. So it's, it is kind of about where we're in this time where we just kind of need to go with the flow 
take each day as it comes and allow things to come, allow emotions to come and go with the flow. And your biggest challenge right now is going to be your expectations. If you expect that things are just going to go right back to normal. Well, that, no way. No. No way. You'll be putting yourself through suffering. Even if you wanted it and you totally believed in it, if you go to business, if you go to work, if you have a business, this or that, everything, the gro- everything in your life is different now. And I really believe it's going to stay different. I mean, even the way we do schools, I know a lot of parents, they have these expectations that their children, their high school seniors were going to have the same experiences that they had as high school seniors, and it's really changing. And the more that you resist that and push towards those expectations and kind of try to control it, you're just going to exhaust yourself and be frustrated. And whenever you find yourself kind of not going with the flow and going the wrong way and pushing too hard, I'm here to tell you that you are going to have everything pulled out from underneath you again. Well, Eisenhower said it, what you resist will persist. Yeah. But I mean to the point, like, you'll be back to feeling like you're at March 1st again. Yeah. Um... So it's about kind of taking it easy, going with the flow, allowing, trying not to be too quick to have expectations, and rebuilding your life with more intention. Yeah. What do you think that means when I say rebuild your life with more intentions? Well, to me, it means look at what's most important to you. Yeah. What makes you feel good? Yeah. Does it feel good to go and do certain activities with a certain group of people that you feel like you've outgrown just because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings? Um, Does it serve you? No, that's a bad feeling. It's a shitty feeling. I know. It's a shitty feeling. So many people are people pleasers in one way or another. Or We all do it. Yeah. So it's to start, you know, just taking time more to rebuild. And be more mindful and ask for help. Now, when I say ask for help, I'm not just talking about asking your mom or your dad or your sister, your brother, your neighbor, your best friend. I am talking about setting out the intention of, okay, this is what's in front of me today. I'm struggling with this. I don't really know how to move forward with it. Please send me some signs, an email, something that will catch that I can catch my attention that will help give me a new leaf to turn over, another idea, another direction. And that is what we call co-creation. In the spiritual land of self-help and, you know, like manifesting, the whole co-creation and manifesting is really focused on like hot, like getting material things. And to me, the law of attraction and manifestation isn't just about focusing on getting things. It's about focusing on feeling good, feeling positive, feeling happy, feeling more mindful, and rebuilding your life intentionally in that way. Not, well, I want the house and I want the car. And because all those things are fleeting. You get the car, you drive it around, and... 
you don't feel good, nothing fucking matters. Nothing works. I'll tell you that much. Then you're just going to want the newer version. There's always a newer, better version coming out. It doesn't matter. If you stop and think, if you had everything you've ever wanted, money, this, that, but you feel like shit, you can't get out of bed, what does it matter? Yeah. Not a damn thing. Right? Not and, a damn thing. And that's health. Yeah. And, that's, and we're going to talk about that. A lot. Of, well, that's a lot of just how you feel, too. I mean, it's not just like physical, but it then goes mental. Definitely mental. Yeah. Your mental health can take you down faster than. Oh, we just got some French fries delivered to us. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. My husband just delivered us a Diet Coke and French fries. He's the hero of the day. Thanks, Nick. So, as far as what can we, you know, taking this energy report, how do we navigate this ter new terrain? This is all new. We're going to be coming up with new cycles, new systems, new daily schedules, new priorities. And the way, the best way that I can describe the May energy report right now is imagine you've got your own little rowboat. Okay. And you are going down a river. Okay. And your job is to kind of allow the water to take you. Okay. The water, you know, always takes the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. And it's about allowing. Now, as you're in this boat, as you're going down the river, everything around you is going to constantly change. Yeah. Well, there's a rock. Different trees, different rocks, different mountains, different... The stream makes... The streams, different, you know, currents, different... All these things. It may fork off. It may fork off. You may get some white rapid. You may get stuck in an eddy. But right now, that's kind of what May is going to look like. Each day, each hour, it's going to look a little different right now. I mean, if you jump on any social media, any news outlet, we are just getting ping-ponged back and forth. True, true. So when I say that, that's what I mean in regards to everything's going to look different every day. Yeah. You're going to see, read this news report and then you're going to read that news report and then it's just going to look a little different. And the focus here is to go with the flow. And there are a lot of different, I mean, I don't know if anybody really knows what's going on. I don't know. I know. I don't know. But there is a lot of theories out there of what's going on and it, what you read they all are really convincing and this and that, but you don't really know what they are. So just kind of take them all with a grain of salt, I think, you know? Right. Because you can get yourself really worked up into shit. Right. And it might not be anything. And the cortisol and the stress will, again, yeah. create cancer in your body faster than anything else will take you down. I think all you can really do is pray for it. If you feel it or whatever, just pray. But there's really nothing Nothing you can do, no matter what it is, no matter what story is the right story, this or that. There's nothing you can do. Well, there are people going out and they're fighting to have their businesses open or just businesses. Of course they are. But then there's people going out and fighting for more protection. Of course they are. So things aren't spread. Of course so they are. So let's talk a little bit about that. Because I see that from a spiritual perspective as we are in a time where we are being... This is the dark night of the soul. We are being forced to look at our deepest, darkest fears. Now, the 
portion of the people that are worried about health, worrying about the virus spreading, these people are more in a feminine energy. Okay. Whether they are focused on maybe, you know, like with you, no immune system, family members with no immune system, um, senior people, senior family members, young kids, these are their deepest fears. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they're the percentage of the population that are going, whoa, this is everything that matters to me. Yeah. I don't want this taken away from me. Yeah. And how do I deal with this? And how do I deal with reoccurring news stories and doomsday? And then, then I've got these other people telling me that they're not even going to wear face masks and it's a big hoax. And how do we know? And so you're in this. Back to your story, which we don't know. We don't know what the truth is. Nobody. I don't think. And you knows. can. <laughs> well, and there's plenty of people out there that think they do. Well, and if they do, they're not going to tell us. <laughs> well, because, right, because we couldn't even, look what happened when this all happened. People went nuts. Imagine if they told us that yeah. they were trying to eradicate sex trafficking or you never know. Or or there's aliens. Or they or... want to get rid of the population. Or yeah. There's, there's so many theories out there. So not saying that we believe any of them just by saying that. But so I think the... The health community and the, the people that are focused on keeping the virus contained, they are more in a feminine, whether it's a shadow energy or the light energy. And a lot of the people are faced with their own mortality. Yeah. If you're a healthy, strapping young man and you've got a business. Yeah. It's not just Where's your, your energy going to be taking care of your family. Exactly. And, your and, whole family. And what's a masculine role? Well, what do you do when you're a man and you lose it, lose it all? That's the one way to break a man. Yeah, exactly. There are so many more things that you would think that would break that masculine energy, but not being able to be the provider. Yep. And then that, that's the other side of the quarter here where we have the people that want to get us back to work. They don't want to take away our rights to, you know, our freedoms to have our own businesses and make our own livings. And their fears are masculine and they are that everything's going to be taken away from them. They're and not going to be a lot of it. It is a lot of people. It is. Yeah. It's, it's already gone from a lot of people gone. Right. So what do you do now? Now, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, these small business loans, um, they're going to big businesses, really. Yeah, I mean, of, kind of a joke. But if you haven't applied for one and you're not a small business, but then all you, it is, you is might not know that. It's only two months of your employees' wages, yeah. a little bit more. But still, I mean, if your business is closed, I can't even imagine. Yeah. What do you do? What about all your employees you care about? And I mean, some people just think if you just started a business a year ago and it's gone. You put everything you had in that because most everything. people do. Yeah. So my goal here is to help you, one, be aware of the energy. Because mm -hmm. um, to me, I think it's helpful to know if I'm in a masculine energy place or if I'm in a feminine energy place. Um, do you remember in one of my last classes we talked about that? I don't know. 
Tell yeah. me more about it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to pull the spreadsheet up. I'm... Okay, so when we're in our feminine shadow aspects, we're unbalanced. We feel like victims. Okay. We feel overwhelmed, resentful, hurtful healers. We're always looking for outside validation. We're overgiving of ourselves to the point where we lose ourselves. Sometimes we manipulate people. We look for apathy. We're impulsive. I think I already said we look for constant validation. And we judge all of our feelings. Yeah. Okay. So in the light of the feminine energy, we're heart-centered. Yeah. Okay. So that's your first uh, compass to where you are right now. Like, do you feel heart-centered or do you feel unbalanced? Do you feel like a victor right now? Like you are taking each day at at one at a time and you're making this work for you? Or do you feel like you have totally been victimized? Um, Do you feel receptive to information that's coming in and take it lightheartedly and just kind of take it as it comes? Or are you overwhelmed with it? Me? Uh, no, I'm just sharing, okay, you know, like <laughs> are you feeling like you're intuitive and, you know, you know, things are kind of erratic right now, but your, your gut says, just keep going through the motions, you know, um, at the end. yeah. Or are you like, Hmm, I am going to make the most out of this. I'm going to do all those things that I said I wanted to do. I'm going to tackle you know, repainting the thing on the wall or I don't know, like us, we wanted watercolor. We went and bought watercolor paint, um, trying to inspire ourselves more, not mm-hmm. looking for outside validation or being like, I'm stuck at home and this is horrible and I can't wait for things to go normal. Yeah. I always say boring people are always bored. They always need to go out. People are boring. Bored. You know, (laughs) it's like there's so many ways to inspire yourself, and you can't be inspiring or. Especially with YouTube. I mean, you can learn how to do anything. You can become an accountant. Right. (laughs) Um, Can you talk to other people and hear their stories without taking on everything and feeling like you have to help them? Mm hmm. do you look at, okay, well, how are we going to move through this? How do we feel? What, or are you just like impulsive and manipulative and looking for apathy? Do you, is there self-love here? You know, am I going to really get through this? I have made it this far through my life. You know, how old are you? You're 40 some odd years old. You're 30 some years You've already made it this far in your life. I guarantee you're going to make it another 30, 40 years. Yeah. Right? So now in the masculine energy, when we are not heart-centered and unbalanced, we are worrisome. That's fair, right? In the light attributes... masculine men are are lovers they're producers they're providers they find joy that uplifts them yeah you know it makes them feel useful yep there yeah that right there is worth Mm -hmm. pound you know so much 
just feel useful. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel useful right now, you are probably feel like you're worrying yeah. and you're unbalanced. Um, in the masculine light energy, we're really focused, goal oriented, you know, determined, stay faithful, you know, positive. There are so many ways nowadays to make things work. Yeah. There are so many. Think about back in the 80s when you wanted to call on a new business or find new business. You had to drive down the street yeah. and just write down names. You couldn't Google it. Off the street signs and then get the phone book and look them up and call them. What about if you're going out of town and you're looking for a hotel? Yeah, you'd have to go to a travel agent. Yeah. How would you find that? I remember Zig Ziglar. I was listening to some of his stuff from back in the 80s. And literally, when he would be in different towns, he would drive around the town and write down business names. Yeah. And then get the phone book at the hotel, and that's how he would call on new I business. I did that with hotels. I'd, when I'd go somewhere, I'm like, well, if I will come back here, i got to remember this Or this to hotel. get a pamphlet or yeah. something. Yeah, but I still have some of them. <laughs> so it's easy to get... Um, angry, feel like we know it all, feel like, you know, we're aggressive and we got to push to get our businesses open. But I think that when we use the energy to be more faithful and what we can focus on and what we can control and, you know, it kind of takes that aggression and the predatorial conqueror energy and the victimizer and, you know, very protective, power-hungry, reactive energy, where in a masculine light energy, he's faithful. He's focused on what can we, what can we do? You know, maybe I can't work full-heartedly, but maybe I can make up a prospect list, or maybe I can see how other people in my field are doing things. Maybe a different way. Like, this is what I was saying to Jody. If you could stop and think, if your grandma was home and couldn't leave her home, she needed something, how could you get it to her? Yeah. You know, maybe to start, stop and think a different way and maybe. We've already found so many resources. Look at mm -hmm. Zoom. Yeah. Look at, what do we yeah. use? A WebEx. WebEx. We talk to our girlfriends and have little chit chat happy hours mm -hmm. like every couple days. And I think we're more connected than we were before this happened. Yeah. I know for my husband, he's more connected with his friends. Yeah. He's out of town 24 seven. And I think he talks to his friends now once a week Yeah, where they might've just texts. Yeah. Um, another resource like Nick started doing online poker games, Yep. you know? Yeah. So if we say we can't, we're going to just get all the reasons why we can't. If we work us on what, focus on why we can, it moves us forward more. And I'm sorry, but if the Kardashians can be wealthy and make things work, so can you. Yeah. I mean, do they really have a skill set? Do they have a skill set that got them where they are? Not that I... Marketing. They know how to market themselves. Well, I don't know. Do they? Yeah, they do. But is it them or is it their mom? That's their mom, I think. Okay. I mean, the the Jenner girls, they're models and whatever. But I'm just saying, watch you some YouTube videos. If you think that you're an amateur in something, go watch some YouTube videos. And you're going to go, gosh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I know more about this than I realized. 
you know, and like, we don't know it all. Like baking or there's so many things out there. And it's really about immersing yourself, getting your hands dirty and trying it. Mm -hmm. Like we watercolored in high school. We both were fairly artistic. Our mom's super artistic. And so we went and bought watercolors and thought we were just going to pick it up and be like, nope, it's hard. (laughs) We have to relearn it all. (laughs) I thought it was going to be like riding a bike and it's not. Nope. But we, I watched a lot of videos and what I've learned, nobody can tell you how much paint you need to have in your paintbrush, how much water you need to have in your paintbrush. And no one can do it like you can. And you're going to be different and you're going to have your own style. What you like is going to be different from everybody else. And it's okay to take somebody else's style to start and learn. And then as you get better, you'll say, oh, I kind of like this, this, this way. Or I feel more comfortable going this way with this. And that's your style. My husband's friend, Josh Taylor, it's, what's his? Uh, Art by Ty. Art by Ty. Um, He's been doing drink and draw things on... Through Zoom. Yeah, so you have to look him up on Instagram or... Yeah, I think it's Drink and Draw I'll look it up. with Ty. So he started doing that because his whole business is selling art at art shows that are closed. There's no art shows going on. So his whole livelihood has been... It's gone right now, you know? And yes, he can, he can draw, but he kind of wants to be able to put gas in his car and pay the light, the light bills. So... He's got creative and thought, you know what I'm going to do? I do have a good following out there. And I am strong in my own ability. I am going to do these drink and draws. You can pay $20. And he walked you through drawing a specific picture. And he shows you his technique and the way he does things. And he says, I don't care if you copy me. You know, I'm confident in my skill set. But I know that you're going to get better at this every time you do it. And you're going to start making it your own. So, and he could have stayed home and complained and watched the news and got on Facebook fights and lobbied and said, we need to get back to work. You know what he did? He, he decided to find a fun and effective way to make it work for him. Yeah, and he did. And it's been successful it's been fun yeah. we did it twice the last time i think there's one tonight is it there Saturday? is i think there is one tonight. I think tonight so it's art by ty on facebook t-a-i and then i'll look on it's Facebook. probably art by ty on instagram too i'll still check and i think they're drawing a will tonight but and even through this process he's like you can do this but yeah. you don't have to like i'm i'm a little more romantic <laughs> so you know, I just didn't put the bolts and the screws in the fish or... Because he has a def- definitely a different... That's his... But it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's he, different. He does good. So, you know, there's many ways to do things. Yeah. There's many ways. He, it, like he said, if his grandma couldn't leave the house but she wanted to draw, he'd find a way. Find a way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know... So with that, I'm going to say as you're floating along in your boat and you're taking in everything around you and kind of looking at how you're rebuilding or structuring your day, be more in, being more intentional and more mindful as you co-create with the universe and ask for help, um, 
that doesn't mean you just sit in the boat. Okay, there's going to be times, like I said, when the waters are a little more rough. You need to give back. Co-creating is a give-take. If there's something you really want, you got to make effort towards it. And then the universe will give you a little effort. And then you give some effort. And then the universe gives some effort. But it's not just about sitting and feeling good and waiting for things to happen. And I find in the land of law of attraction and manifesting, the more I am in a heart-centered space of just being grateful and doing things that feel good to me to help others, even if it's just liking a post or... But, yeah, just letting people know that you're I'm paying so, attention to them. Yeah, in a way. when I give, I receive. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be a Facebook post about how you put <laughs> bottled waters out on the porch for the UPS man. True yeah. giving is not so you can receive and get credit for it. And get credit for it. So what really makes your heart full? What makes you feel good? You know, even if it's just paying for a dollar ninety nine egg McMuffin from the person behind you or um Gosh, when's the last time you snail mailed a card? Only because of you the other day. <laughs> now, if you are a businessman or woman, um, there's power in that. Well, people love to receive stuff, especially kids. Fun things in the mail. We sent, I better not say because our friends will listen and know what we sent. <laughs> but um, a lot of people that I know, I know a lot of people. Um, across the country, they have seniors graduating and they all have to do their graduations virtual. So I'm like, hey, it's not much, but I'll snail mail your kid a graduation card. And I can't tell you the response I got and how grateful people are. Mm -hmm. You know, these little things make us feel good, but it makes co-creating and being more mindful, intentional so much easier because we're heart centered and we know it feels good. We're not in a place of being unbalanced and going, what am I fighting for here? Am I fighting for my health? Am I fighting for my freedom? Am I fighting for my financial livelihood? When you're heart-centered, you just kind of have that intuition and that faith that it's going to work out. Yeah. So when she put her her post on Facebook, she put, if you have any seniors, let me know who they are and I'll send you a card. Well, she had some people asking about her grandparents that were seniors. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll send your grandma a card. Shoot. But who wouldn't love it? Who when love when get I that? get home, I have a box full of cards. And I'm going to get rid of every single one. Because uh -huh. I can. And it makes me feel good. Yep. That doesn't mean it's going to make you feel good. It doesn't mean you can. But there are little things that you can do. Even a smile. Yep pulling someone's garbage can in. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can't even leave the house. Maybe you can't move. Yeah. Maybe just sending a text. Yeah. Maybe just saying a prayer for someone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about the cards that I pulled. So what are the three things that I always pull? I pull theme, action, and helper. Is that right? I can't tell you. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> So today's theme of the month for May is the swan. And, you know, I 
everybody has their perception of what a swan is, but for me, I go right back to the ugly duckling. I go to go away, swan. Go away, swan. <laughs> Little Billy Madison. Um, so the swan really is about transformation. Yeah, ugly duckling. You know, you're in this dark night of the soul really shining a light on things that scare the shit out of you yeah and trying not to judge them and just love them hmm. and that right there is transformational mm -hmm. and this one also is trusting your psychic gifts so if you are in any of those shadow aspects of being unbalanced you feel like everything's happening to you not for you you're resentful, you're aggressive, you're angry. Everybody is this time. You are. You're going to ping pong back and forth all day. Yep. That's why I use the analogy of the boat. Because yep. sometimes it's going to look like shit and other times you're going to be heart-centered. Yeah. But usually when you wake up, you're pretty heart-centered. Now, yeah. You, yeah. you may have had a bad dream that will wake you up and you're not. That's something to look at and say, what was that dream about? What made me so mad? Where's my fear that lies in there? Would it help me to identify it's a, if it's a masculine fear or a feminine fear? And how, you know, logical is it? It's going to help me get through it. Too. And was there anything in there that made me feel better? Because maybe your spirit guides are trying to help you. I had a dream last night. Mm -hmm. And um, I wasn't invited to a party. <laughs> and for me, that usually is not a big deal. But obviously, deep down in my subconscious, it still is. And in my subconscious or in this dream, I was really upset. I was like, what the hell's going on? You know, I'm fun. I'm the funnest of all the game. Why wouldn't you want me at your party? And then, and then I was thinking, you know, people are afraid of me. A lot of the friends that I had in my life kind of stay away from me now. Well, they think that they, she knows everything about him now because she is psychic, but she doesn't, just so y'all know. I don't know everything. <laughs> I do know a lot. But, but it only comes to you if when it's in their highest good yes. or my highest good. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like she fixed her nose and needs a booger. She gets doesn't get told right. like that. <laughs> and even if, I'm going to just be honest, even if I don't like you as a human being, if I sat down and did a reading with you, I would understand every reason why you are the way you are. And I would be open-hearted to you. For every person in the world. For everybody. Yeah. Trust me, I've done readings for people that I was like, oh God, here we go. And then I sat down and now I get it. There is a reason. So it's yeah. a gift to me just as much as it is, is to you. But through that dream, it came back to me that, you know, they're just, regardless of what people are consciously on the outside they're just afraid of their own insecurities and skeletons coming out. Mm -hmm. And everybody's soul is very grateful for everything that you do. Because mm -hmm. it is helping everybody. Yeah. It's shifting everything. It's bringing things to the light. Even if I'm not 100% right, even if I'm 80% right, even, even if I'm 50% right, it's hope. Yeah. So she does a lot for people that people don't even know. Like she does this and things that you know about, but I'm constantly doing prayers, fires. Yeah. Like she don't even sleep some night because she is just like healing, praying for everything. 
everybody. Sometimes everything. I'm unraveling your shit for you. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of empaths that do that. And you're you're probably one if you're on this call. So that way, you know, I can say, hey, I know how you feel. It sucks. But she didn't sleep three nights because of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is what I found that helps me. Let's let's see what let's work at trying to find what helps you. Or get you the right person. It doesn't mean I know everything. I'm I'm happy to help. You know, there's a lot of people out there. So, so this month is really about trusting your gut, focusing your intention, working at being more heart-centered and balanced so that you can co-create intentionally and mindfully and trusting your gut and trusting that when you do ask the universe for help, that it's going to show up. Yeah. Now, you will ping pong back and forth all day, just like you're going down the boat. Every time you see a tree, it's a good feeling. Every time you get in an eddy, you might be back into the shadow side. But, um. And just for people forget all the time that they can just ask. Doesn't yeah. Mean you're going to get exactly what you think and you're going to get. But... Asking is faith. Yeah. And trust. Yep. So that is the theme of the month. It's the number 12. Um, we're shedding a lot of things and, and focusing on, you know what, everything always seems to work out. It always works out eventually. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know a lot of people that have had to go get old food out of the grocery store dumpster. No. Doesn't mean that there's not people, yeah. but that, that. I do, I do know one lady, but, you know, we always make things work. We find things, we find ways to make things work. You know a lady that does that? A lady that did that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, because she was a, you know, she didn't have a way to feed her kids and they throw away produce that isn't 100% horrible yet because people won't buy wilted produce. Yeah. You know? That's why, that's why Exotic Joe had me feed his tigers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You just go get some meat. You take it to the cash register. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. So our second card is our action, right? And it's the Baird. And the Baird is really all about the enchanting, the enchantment that you find in history, in storytelling, in music, in poetry, in myths. That mystical longing like that you almost feel connected to maybe it's about you know maybe it's about doing some ancestry work right now everybody says they want to but they don't true um i really believe for me when i see this card i i think the best way to really connect with our ancestors and find a heart-centered place of gratitude is to look at what our ancestors went through Oh, so they we, were going through looking for old food. Right? Old, so we yeah. could have what we have here today. Yeah. Um, If you're doing ancestry work, you see about how you can read the census and how they're farmers. Uh -huh. What kind of farmers they were, where they worked at, their draft cards, what wars they were in, you know, how they died. You can get death certificates. Some pictures. Pictures. Maybe going back and, you know, going... And getting old stories from grandparents, um, 
looking at history of the world. You know, we're asking people to stay in their houses and wear face masks. When they go out. Yeah, and let's look at Vietnam. Yeah. Seniors weren't getting their graduation. They were getting chipped off. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, kids in the 1800s, maybe they weren't getting any schooling at all. Maybe they had to go out and help with the family Seriously, farm. How many of your grandparents and great-grandparents even went made it to school? Because they had to work. Farm running. This Keep the that. farm running. Yeah. My grandpa went to the army. And his brother died. Was it his, br his brother and his dad? I don't know. We learned this through Ancestry.com, but I can't remember 100%. But he got released from the army to go home and take care of the farm because they oh, needed yeah. farmers. Yep, yep, he did. You know? Yep. Only to go back for World War II in the Navy. Mm -hmm. Then he enlisted two more times, I think. Yeah. Yep. So I just, there is healing. There is a sense of sometimes having that knowledge of knowing where you came from it enriches where you're going it makes you more proud it makes you more grateful you know maybe music maybe storytelling maybe you're a storyteller maybe you're you're here to leave you know maybe leave different. the legacy of what's going on right now and what happened in your life would so is that would that card mean just like a different outlook on the way things are going on mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Synchronicity. If this wasn't going on, would you be facing the dark night of the soul? What is the dark night of the soul? Your shadow. Oh. Your fears. <laughs> the dark night of the dark night of your soul. Your underworld. Your deepest, darkest fears. Yeah. When we bring them to the light, they're not so bad. Yeah. You know, I have a mm -hmm. friend that she had an abortion in high school and still to this day if she if her mom found out she thinks that her world would be over and i know her mom and i think you're missing out on healing that with your mom yeah that our skeletons seem so much more be, bigger and scarier when they're in the closet or just let it go yeah does it mean that so usually and i i have another friend that you know maybe didn't do some things financially right when her mom passed away and took her house it was house going to her anyway yeah you know she had every intention of giving her that anyway and she's grateful for the gifts of being able to spend the time with her that she did mm -hmm. you know so we hold on to so much and when we look how far we've come and we realize that things always work out, we definitely don't know what's to come, which is very scary. It's like walking through the forest at night. We don't know what our next step's going to bring. But really, you're not in the forest in the middle of the night. You're going down a river in a boat. And it's about flow. It's about keeping your ego and your expectations in check. And... Looking at what makes you feel good and asking for help. I know that everybody has stories where they are, like your friends. Mm -hmm. I know we all have them. Everybody we all feel does. ashamed. And a lot of times, some things are subconscious and generational. We don't even know why we're... But if there is something that you do know, this is how I've learned to deal with them. 
pretend like you're telling them to someone else. Someone else is telling you that story. Because if it's not you doing it, it's really, you stop and say, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> but when it's you, it's like, oh my God, I'm so awful. I'm so awful. But if it was someone else, most of the time you just say, okay, well, that's okay. You know, you did it for a reason or this for a reason. As a or... psychic, I'm going to tell you, probably like 95% of the population has stole. Yeah, I have. And over 50%, probably if they were in a situation where they thought you had something that they wanted, they probably would take it. Oh, yeah. I so, probably have done that too. <laughs> you know, it's, and a lot of those things are our growing process. Believe it or not, it's part of our soul's evolution and maturity. Yeah. To feel the guilt. Yeah. Yeah. To realize our blessings and to say, I don't want that. I would rather have this in my life than that. I don't need it that bad. I don't feel good. Um, so that's a part of your soul's evolution. Yep. You wouldn't learn from it if it wasn't yeah. there. It's not about failure. It's about prevailing. I don't believe in the word failure. I think, but yeah. I mean, you know, okay. And lastly, our last card is our helper. So I don't know if the action card, if I really was helpful with that, but just think about what, what enriches your soul and gets you kind of your heart pumping or gets you excited, whether it's history, music, poetry, mythology, you know, maybe it's sci-fi. How can you engage in that over May? Maybe looking back on history, World War One. there's something there for everybody that's going to listen to this call. And lastly, our last card is our helper card and it's the wind fairy. So that means our helper really is showing us what our challenges are gonna be because we need to call on her to help her. And the wind fairy is to help you with your thoughts, your words, and your intellectual analysis. So this is about when we get in our heads and we get imbalanced and we have toilet brain. Yes, everybody has that. And especially right now. Especially We're going to be right ping-ponging back and forth, you know. Does this make sense? Is this a solution? Is this true? Is this intellectual? Is this a reliable source? Mm -hmm. um, that's what your wind fairy is here to help you with. Hmm. Tell me that doesn't, like... We needed the wind fairy the whole last two months, right? Oh, yeah. So, with Ugh. this card, I really feel like it's about asking for help and being like, okay, here I am. I'm out of whack. What can I do to get grounded? I'm too much in my head. I'm overthinking. I'm mind-fucking myself. Of course, we're all doing that right now. I've read too many stories. I yep. think that the Illuminati or Bill Gates is going to take over the world. Yep. Um, whatever it is. And I find for me the best way, obviously, to get grounded is breathing. I talk about it all the time. But when I stop and think about what really makes me heart-centered and when do I feel the most heart-centered and good it's when I'm in a place of gratitude mm -hmm. that's true you know I don't have to be bouncing off the walls happy but when I think back about my ancestors I'm grateful and all of a sudden I feel heart-centered and happy 
Definitely be thankful for the doctors that are helping people. There's lots yeah. to be thankful for. Regardless if you think this is real or if it's man-made, there are people out there. There are people out there right now to just to help other people. That are really seriously committed and going above and beyond. And let's, you know, say a prayer for them and send them love and light and just be so grateful that there are still people out there that are willing to do that. That aren't just all about me, me, me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm not wearing a face mask. I want to be able to do what I want to do. Yeah. There's going to be those people out there. There's going to be 50% of the population out there doing that. And that's their lesson. And it's really frustrating and hard if you're the opposite. But there's something there for us to learn. And we do have control over ourselves and what we do. We don't mm -hmm. have to go around them. That's right. I ch personally choose not to go around them and haven't gone around them for a big part of my life. So, um, but you can. Yeah. You, have, you do. You are. We, you can. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Doesn't make you a bad person. Just because other people aren't wearing masks doesn't mean you you get to choose that for yourself. Yeah. You know? I so, hate wearing them, but I still do. Right. <laughs> if I was really healthy, would I? I can't I can't tell you. Well, I've ping ponged through this and I if we if you were in the situation you were in, I probably I just have been I would like, probably be out delivering for people, going to grocery store. Absolutely. For people. That's what I keep saying. I yeah. would rather be able to work at the grocery store or help people yeah, or absolutely. get out there. Yeah. Wouldn't it be so great if you were immune to it? What you could get out there and do? We've talked about we can't well, Jody has asthma and I, you know, need a kidney, so but we've talked about we could have just got it at the beginning. <laughs> if we could have done, done this. Over that. We could have done that. If we could have blah, 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 blah. We could be flying everywhere. There's obviously lessons <laughs> there for us. So, yeah, we're like, we could have traveled everywhere. <laughs> Everything's closed, but still. So, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully <laughs> there was something, a little snippet in there that will help you through your month of March. Um, but I don't, I, I wish I could tell you what was going to happen. I wish she could tell you too, because then she could tell me. Yeah. Because I am the toilet brain over here. She's the one that needs to ask for the wind fairy to come help her. Yeah. Christy is the conspiracy theory <laughs> rabbit hole reader. If you want to know about a conspiracy theory, she knows all about them. But are they conspiracy? They all come to light. Yeah. Well, and you can bury things in the media so quickly now, even if they're true. Yep. Who knows? Yep. So, well, it was nice being able to get with you. Sorry it's taken a month, but I hope that all is well for you and your family. I'm sending you love and light and awareness and helpers. And all for the highest good. And until next time, anything else, Christy? Um, just don't read shit. Yeah. Because it's not good for us, any of us. Yeah. So. Just try to keep your brain sane. Yeah. Just do what you got to do to get by. Yeah. And make the most of it. Yeah, well, of course. Definitely make the most of it. Hey, you're, if you don't have, I mean, look at all this time we have. We have time on our hands, finally. Too much time on my hands. With that, we are out. Namaste. Bye.